In our culture, everything is based on success. But what is success? Who defined it? Who decided that success was the goal instead of fulfillment? What happens if we shake up that definition? What if we make our own definition of success? My name is Tony Grebmeyer, and on this podcast, I'm going to dig deep into the real stories behind success. Join me as I interview other entrepreneurs who've climbed up Success Mountain and have come back down to share their stories so you can succeed. If you're ready to join a community of other entrepreneurs redefining success and finding fulfillment, go to BeFulfilledLife.com and join the community. Now, let's dive into today's show. It's pretty interesting to think that like, I'm going back to my nine-year-old self and uh, reliving kind of my childhood. Nine is when I really, I think, truly began understanding being a friend, making friends. You know, I was spending time, you know, at my mom, spending time at my dad's. So I had multiple sets of friends. I'd gone to different schools. And, and at nine years old, um, man, I was surrounded by some really cool people. Uh, living at my mom's in the neighborhood of Rolling Woods. Um, there was my sister's, you know, age group of friends, five and a half, six years older than myself. And then there was like my age, a couple years younger, a couple years older. And you just kind of learn how to make friends with people. But reflecting on, you know, the journey that we're on to, you know, take 50 stories, turn them into a book, hand them to our boys. I've really gone back and just been super grateful for the friendships that I made at an early age. Um, and you, you know, with any kind of relationship, some you have to work really, really hard at, and some just come so naturally. Like some you could not talk to somebody for a year or even five years, and you just pick up like it was like yesterday that you guys were hanging out playing tag or whatever, right? Um, and most of the relationships that I had from nine, I still Facebook friends, see them online, talk to them from time to time, see them, you know, when I get to Santa Cruz, et cetera. And then there's friends that, you know, I've lost complete touch with and I've tried over the years to reach out to them and find them. But the moral of this and the lesson is, you know, in life, you're going to meet a lot of people. And I wish I could say I had some magic formula for keeping friendships. First, the only formula I know is like before you can really go make friends, you need to learn what it means to be a friend. But you unfortunately have to lose a friend or so along the journey to really realize what is worth fighting for. And I had friends that were a great influence on me and I had friends that weren't a great influence on me growing up. And uh, I got into trouble with some of them on both ends, the good ones and the bad ones. And uh, I'm, I'm just super thankful um, for good relationships. You know, just yesterday I was talking to a college roommate um, that I met when I went to Russia, Finland, Sweden, and Denmark, you know, when I was 14, 15. Um, earlier in the week, I was talking to one of my childhood friends, Kurt, who moved to Colorado after um, Doug, Gil, and myself all moved here. And I knew Kurt when I was seven years old. And I still remember to this day when Kurt was moving into the neighborhood, I chased down that moving van. I was like, there's somebody new to play with. And, you know, Kurt obviously wasn't in the moving van, but I knocked on the door and I said, hey, do you have any, you know, brothers and sisters my age? And, you know, one of the, one of the kids said, yeah, there's a kid who's like seven. And I was like, oh, that's awesome. I'm almost seven too. And um, I, just, I just remember like 
my business partner today, Doug. I've been friends with him since I was probably four or five, living in the same neighborhood. Um, and you just learn that certain things um, people like and certain things people don't like. And I've always said that, you know, I've definitely had to work on my relationships. Some people don't communicate like I do. I, I try to communicate effective. I try to communicate maybe a little bit too much for some people, but I've learned that it's necessary for me. And that's the other lesson takeaway. You need to learn what works for you, not what works for everybody else. Um, real friends, they're not going to try to change you. Real friends are going to love you and appreciate you and are super grateful for you. Um, I've also found out that you know some friends are not on like social media and I've tried to find them, you know, after high school and into college and they're not existent, but they were, if I reflect back, they were always like that. So I'm not shocked or surprised. I'm just saddened that I can't, you know, reach out to some of these people. So don't be afraid when making friends to, to express yourself to, to the people and, and tell them, Hey, you know what? I want to be the best person I can for you. Uh, these are some of the things that I hold dear to my heart, my core values, basically. Um, you know, is there anything I specifically can do for you? Um, how do you like to communicate? And I thought that's really a, a, an essential ingredient um, for the success I've had building friends. Um, some friends, you know, they don't like FaceTime. I do. I like to see, see your eyes. If I can't see you in person, I want to see your eyes. So Zoom, Google Hangout, et cetera. Um, you know, some friends are like phone call. Um, some friends I just drop a text to. But like be mindful to like how your circle loves to communicate and then make sure you make a little mental note or put a little T next to their name inside their contact record that they're a texter or, Hey, they're a FaceTimer, whatever you need to do to, to help you, you know, build strong relationships and then do stuff for them too. That's the cool thing, man. Like if a friend called me today and said, Hey, I need help moving. I'm not going to say no. I say, what a great way to go spend three or four hours. It may not be what I want to do, but there's such a value in like just getting that extra FaceTime with that person, you know, helping them do something. Um, also, you know, ask a friend, like, you want to go to a ball game, do something. Like most of our relationships, unfortunately, evolve around like drinking food. Very few of them like are travel trips. Like you go somewhere with somebody and really break bread and you're not spending time drinking. Um, you're just hanging out having fun. And that's how you really expand and build on relationships. So try to find that. I think those are some great uh, key takeaways, especially at nine when I started becoming a friend and understanding what it took. Um, just another valuable life lesson, uh, that I've learned and grateful to pass on. So go make today the absolute best day of your life. Thanks for listening to today's show. But before you go, let me ask you a question. How would you like to be the architect of your journey in this game we call life? Take the next step now at www.tonygrubmeyer.com. Enter your details to get the first week of the Be Fulfilled Journal for free. It includes access to our private community of thousands of other entrepreneurs. It'll give you more clarity and freedom in your day. And it might just change your life forever.